0: Hello, podcast listeners. This is another episode of the podcast that is part of our food campaign, which we launched in our most recent print magazine. Uh, we, In that print magazine, we had some very tasty recipes from a company in Skorner called Gord's Fisk. Uh, they are doing some remarkable work in raising fish that are incredibly environmentally friendly and climate positive, positive. Uh, and Tim Latte and I had the good fortune to go out to their farm and... Taste some of the produce and have this conversation. Enjoy. Well, welcome to another uh, very special episode of the Nordic Surfers Magazine Conversations Podcast. This is your host, Joshua B. Kirkman, and today I'm going to talk about fish as, far to, as part of a uh, food campaign that we're running. And funnily enough, I'm sitting in a farm in Skorna talking about fish. So, you're probably wondering why that is the case. So, without further ado, I'll welcome to the podcast our very special guests, the founders of Gourds Fisk, which hopefully i pronounced correctly. And uh, yeah, welcome to the show, guys. Thanks. Thank you. Thank, thank you. thank you. I've also got Tim Latte here who who drove down from Stockholm to, uh, to hang out today and to learn a bit about this really interesting method for uh, raising fish uh, on land, which is super interesting. So, I thought I would... Uh, Say thank you to Tim for the drive, but also uh, to um, both, uh, it's Johan and Mikael. Mikael, so welcome to the show. What's going on here? What, what, what exactly are you working on on a farm in Skorna?
1: Yeah, uh, what's going on here is everything is always too much here because we have so many things to, to do both by building backwards so we can handle everything that we're gonna need when we're working forward so mm-hmm. it's a, a lot of construction works right now and uh, then of course we have a lot of marketing work and uh, we are trying to change the whole industry so it's a lot of discussions with politicians and with uh, the government and and so on and so on so it's a lot of things if you want to change the whole the whole thing about fish farming.
0: Mm-hmm. And so to talk a bit about what exactly is happening here, can you describe to the listener like what is Gord's Fisk and, and what exactly are you
2: doing here? Uh, Gord's Fisk is basically a concept that we have uh, been building up for a couple of years uh, to create uh, a kind of way of a fish farmer to, or, or an uh, agriculture person to uh, start with uh, fish farming instead of uh, other animals keeping. Uh, and so we have basically been creating everything from uh, the environmental permits to the the, uh, reading the legislations and uh, interpreting that and also taking uh, the whole concept forward with system design and system management to create a robust system that we can introduce to the agricultural sector and that actually can work under the conditions that uh, is uh, currently in Sweden with the uh, working permits and everything. Um, and so, And we have taken all of that and combining it to a concept that we are going to sell to uh, farmers. And then also, the second thing is that we also take all the fish under a common name, which is a okay to uh, sell to the details. And in that way, we can really create a transparency throughout the chain mm-hmm. and uh, been keeping you know, very strict requirements on all the parts, all the steps in the process. So we can get a very good product that has a very high quality and very high environmental standards as well. Okay, well, let's talk about the product for a
0: second. I'm I'm holding in my hand um, two slabs of, uh, that look like, uh, they look like mackerel to my eyes. Um, They've got different, um, looking like different spices on top. What exactly am I holding here? What is this product?
2: This was uh, two uh, different type of smoked uh, African catfish, actually. Okay. Uh, so we have been looking to other types of fish than the, those are that are usually farmed or uh, raised. Uh-huh. Uh And that I- th- there's a very good reason for that as well, and I think we'll get into that later. Uh, but this you that you're holding in is. Uh, we realized that the fish were excellent to smoke and we tried out a different type of smoking and we saw that if you spice it like a, a mackerel mm-hmm. uh, and do the same type of uh, uh, enhancing that you have done with many other products you really get a fantastic product of mm-hmm. a fish that maybe is very uncommon in the swedish uh, markets i'm sure african catfish is <laughs>
1: yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> so reproducing and making the the fish a little bit more swedish because most sure. of this fish globally is eating fresh yeah and swedes commonly is not that good with fresh fish mm. so they need to have it so it's ready for the plate.
3: Sure. And they they're very traditional when it comes to the fish as well. Yeah. They're gonna be very uh how to it, careful when it comes mm. to change. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're used in Swedish dishes to use, you eat a certain type of fish, and this is something very foreign. Yeah. But yeah. And we we realized that also because when we first introduced the fish,
2: person went up to us and said, Oh. Is that a fish for the aquarium, or is <laughs> it? A, can we eat an African fish? Uh, yes, it's uh, very common yeah. in other parts of the world, but sure. not here in Sweden. Sure. And uh, they really had to be introduced how to really cook it. Mm. Yeah.
1: Still, I don't know because uh, the fish from the wild fisheries is still from other countries. So okay. it's not that we're eating only Swedish fishes. Mm. But, uh, many of the fishes are catch
3: uh, catched uh, outside Africa's coast. Yes, yeah, exactly. By and European not- fishers, so and a lot of these new like these fishes as well are way more nutritious than the fish that we got here in Sweden for example. Yeah. So yeah, this is an interesting product for sure. It's going to turn heads for sure. Yeah. So uh it's of course it's it's a
1: big <coughs> it's we have, still have a, a great job to do with the, with the market. Mm. Of course, but when uh, when the market turns, I think that we're going to can produce a lot of fish and um, if you go further down to to Europe they are quite used to eating especially the catfish yeah, so,
2: yeah. Uh, and, and of course even the tilapia so and uh, when people have tasted the fish they are everybody has the same op- opinion it's a very good fish <laughs> yeah i can
0: speak for that i mean we uh, I, I tried this a, a month or so ago and um and i was absolutely amazed at the at the flavor and the taste and you know like you know as an australian we're quite spoiled for um for fish and um and so sorry listener i just lifted my crying dog onto my lap um during the interview um, we're quite spoiled for fish and um, you know, I was quite amazed by just how, how good it tasted and things like that So yeah, it's quite quite amazing to try it. What was the guiding principle for selecting this fish? Like why, why would you choose African catfish in the first place? What's, what's, the, what's going on there?
1: We were like when we were beginning or when we met at the university, it was We, were, we saw that something was wrong with the conventional fish farming and we actually made a list about everything that we thought that was wrong mm. you're producing carnivorous fish that's one thing you're taking a lot of marine resources to just produce a a meat eater so you use more fish than you can actually produce which is a very bad way of producing anything mm. and uh, then we had a list about uh, the eutrophication mm. and we had about uh, the environment of course you are having an uh, impact on the on the wildlife because you're producing fish in into the wildlife uh, and you have um, medication if you put something into a cage of course it goes out to the environment and you have the uh, benthic level where you have an amazing uh, wildlife and then if you have like 6,000 tons of fish that are uh, yeah, making just uh, the, the dumps right on top of it, mm. they will die. Mm. So we have a lot of problems and then we actually saw that okay we can solve all this by putting it into a barn. Mm. Because then we can use the water twice. We can first use it into a fish farm, and mm. then we can use it as nutritious irrigation. And we can use the 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 fish uh, poop actually mm. to grow plants. Sure. So it was quite easy, but we didn't have any farm, mm. and we did, didn't have a big bag of money. Yeah. Sure. So we have to buy something that was very cheap, and it was had had to be somewhere between where we live. It's about 80 kilometers. So. Hmm. We found this one, and it was really cheap, and it was in very bad condition.
0: I heard about the. Um, we got a little taste of the um, the story about how you came to this farm, but um, the the idea was there was an old lady living here on the yeah. farm before you got here. Like, tell us a little bit about the origins, about kind of how you how you started up. Yeah, um,
2: we we found this uh, uh, farm on. Uh, there's a Swedish secondhand market that's called Blocket. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so we found it. It was two uh, sentences, I think, uh, and. No pictures at all and the <laughs> address was misspelled so we actually couldn't find the place at the beginning but then we called them and we drove here and we saw that it was an amazing place for us and uh, our wives and uh, parents thought we were insane. Yeah, sure. Because uh, everything was, uh, the beams were rotten in the roof. was uh, There was big holes just leaking in everywhere. Yeah. But we thought that, oh, this is the perfect setup for us. <laughs> if we can manage here, we can do it everywhere. Yeah, sure, <laughs> sure. So that's where we uh, started. And uh, uh, we talked about a little bit before, but we talked about what, why we chose this kind of fish. Yes, we yeah. skipped that a little bit. Yeah. Um, and that's because they are uh, not carnivorous. They can live on very high uh, levels of uh, uh, green plants. Or vegetarian plants. fish. Yeah, show So we can we can start at the right uh, side of the uh, uh, this is a bad word. Yeah, yeah, I don't know the Uh, the traffic levels because because
1: into the environment you have very few carnivores and you have a lot of plant-based fish. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, but we have the humans have changes. We have a lot of carnivorous fish, and we have then we need a lot of of traffic level fish. Yeah. So we just changed it. Of course, maybe in the future you can produce carnivorous fish by the rest from these kinds yeah. of fish farms. Yeah. So we have the pyramid back on the right yeah. track again. So, yeah. so there is a, quite a lot of species and uh, right now we have a barramundi. Yeah, 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 you, from mentioned, here as well. you so, mentioned that, yeah. So, yeah, so uh, they have the same, they are omnivores uh, when they're small fishes up yeah. to a, a couple of kilos then they go out to the ocean and then they become carnivores. <laughs> yeah. So but uh, that's a very important thing to, to us that we actually use less fish than we produce. Yeah. because that's the only way that we can can save the fish in the oceans yeah. and hopefully
2: in the future we can have a lot of fish again. Mm. And also in the future we can actually have the rest products from the agriculture where which we are uh, putting our nutrients from the fish farm to Yeah. have that uh, rest product from there to feed our fish so mm. you really get that cycle. It's like in the agriculture, you haven't been raising bears or wolves, no or carnivore animals. Well, actually, I've got a bear farm in Australia, I told any okay? Not
0: for <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's completely under wraps. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I'm joking. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. So, that's uh, <laughs> the same same thing here, yeah, sure. Just, uh, just flipping it to the
0: right level again, yeah. Just, uh, and let's get into that. Um, so your your process is, is very unique, um, in your approach here what are some of the like to to map out the kind of the start to finish process for the listener like how what are you actually doing here or is there anything secretive about it or you do you share the full process I think yeah, we can share yeah. the full process. Yeah. Well, please, yeah, so, please give us a, a rundown of the process and to give yeah. the listener an idea about what exactly you're doing.
2: Yeah, because uh, it always starts with uh, permits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. we, we have uh, a very strict legislation here that controls absolutely everything you sure. can do here. Yeah, and uh, the problem here, which we are facing every day, is that we uh, we are between two legislations. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So, for example, the municipality can interpret us in two different ways depending on which has this more strict regulations ah. so for our building permits we are an industry uh-huh. but for the environmental uh, side of the municipality we are an, uh, an agriculture because, oh wow so they can really make this and that makes it of course more difficult to really guide yourself through Sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so that's one thing we are doing here we're trying to make an uh, a common way for all the municipalities in Sweden to have like this is how you treat and fish farm on land which are or what we are calling it we're calling the integrated agri and aquaculture integrated agri and aquaculture Yeah, because that's really what it is because we're we're not uh, during the legal sense doing it the same way uh, as you do uh, a fish farming or mm-hmm. fish raising um because we actually take care of the nutrient uh, flow from the facility as an uh, uh, resource, as an resource in okay. agriculture. So explain that part. So yeah. so we get the fi- where do you, you get your fish
0: first yeah. of all? So, yeah. so we get and then the, from there.
2: Yeah, so we get the fish uh, about zero point zero two grams. Okay. from an uh, 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 a company that has a very good broad stock and okay. can manage that. I heard that these are called fingerlings? Or yeah, what's the or word fries. for these? I think it's fries, fries. when we get them because fries. they're so and small. They're
1: fingerlings
0: uh, when they're getting a little Okay, so, they get it, so, so you get them as fries. Yeah, yeah, so it's. And then they I think it's
2: maybe two millimeters wide. Two millimeters, yeah. Still. so it's very, very small fish. Okay. It's uh, newly hatched. Okay. Uh, so we get them here. And yep. then we start uh, growing them and yeah. grading them yeah. and putting, of course, uh, feed into yeah. the system. And as they grow, they uh, will uh, take up the most of the feed Mm -hmm. and of course there's something going out on the other end as well, Yeah, the uh, the nutrients. Yeah, let's call it nutrients. (laughs) Uh, We all produce nutrients, right? Yeah, Yeah, we all produce (laughs) it. And that nutrients, that's where we make it different because the usual way to manage the nutrients from a fish farm is to leave it to the recipient, Mm -hmm. leave it to the next generation. Somebody else can take care of it. That's the common way. Yeah. But we are doing. We have actually about the same size of fish farm. We have uh, ponds that collects all the wastewater from the facility, Mm -hmm. Uh, and um, (laughs) and um, uh, that wastewater is then distributed to the agriculture in the uh, the near perimeter. Okay. So so, uh, as a nutrient, so there's a there's a nutrient balance between. How much feed we put into the system, mm-hmm. how much uh, fish is brought out, mm-hmm. and how much nutrients is uh, way, uh, going out of the facility, and how much nutrients the plants is taking up. Yeah. So we all, always have a balance between uh, feed in, uh, fish out, and plants up. Cool. So keep going so yeah. it shouldn't, and, and that's a, it's actually not a new concept in the whole perspective because. If you look at agriculture anyways in Sweden it's it's that that is the way you have been doing it for all of the time exactly so it's it's not a new thing we have just changed the uh, animal animal. Mm. from a pig or cattle or chicken Mm. to a fish Mm. Um, and so for us we are uh, agriculture that produces fish Mm. Uh, but that's where the legislation doesn't it really yeah. but yeah it, it doesn't match it doesn't match
1: yeah. mm. and if you look at that why fish is good because if you look at the, the other species that has been good in into the agriculture is it's chickens mm. but if you look at the, the fish it's if you go from a fish to a chicken then you double the resources needed and then you go to a pig then you double again okay and if you go from a pig to to um, to, um, cattle then you double again mm. so if you look at when you produce clarias you use about with full production use use about 50 liters of water per kilos of produced fish 50 uh, kilos and, and for every use, kilo of yeah. produced fish Okay. 50, yeah. liters, of water, 50, 50 liters, liters of water 50 liters of yeah. water Okay. and if you look at cattle you use 50 cubic meters yeah, for right. one kilo so can, can you say that again so you say 50 liters for 50 liters for one kilo of clarias and then you have 50,000 liters for so cattle
3: so if for making the math right it's actually less water needed to produce this fish than avocados for example yeah
0: oh i don't know what's so the avocado
1: number <laughs> at that. 80?
3: i think 80 80 okay, okay. Uh, so okay.
0: actually the, the
1: only thing that's, that that uh, beats uh, uh, clara's at, at the moment when using energy it's like trawling sill yeah or it's okay really, uh, yeah. and,
2: and the, then you have all the other environmental impacts of trawling yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So, oh, sure so, sure so, uh, uh, cool. so
1: this one is a very good fish because you can uh, they are breathing air. They go up to the to your surface mm. and uh, take down air into the water. Ah. And they're used to being a very lot of fish per per water unit. Uh-huh. So you can have a lot of fish together, together. in a small and, space. And they, mm. the biggest fish that we have had have, uh, went from uh, this one. It goes not 0.02. It's 0.1 gram when we get them. Okay. And the biggest one we have had uh, weighed 3.7 kilos for seven months.
3: Wow! So they're they're pretty used to being in close spaces. With yeah, of course. It. They
1: they are calling the walking catfish because they are working. A, a little bit like the European eel. If they don't like the water environment, they can leave. So they can actually walk with the fins. And oh, if, if you look at nature... That program, sounds like say, a horror movie yeah. to me. <laughs> so, but if, you, if you look at that, um, the evolution of the fish, you can see it's breathing air. Yeah, yeah. That's Because it's probably have been living in a quite... Uh, uh, harsh, okay. A harsh environment with uh, not so much oxygen, yeah. and the water and it's, disappearing, it's, uh, yeah. and they get crowded. Yeah, and yeah. then and it's muddy and it's it's quite. So when we have them here in in good water quality and they and they have actual oxygen and good mm. feed, they can live quite tight and and they don't have they don't mind because mm. you can see quite. Easy if they don't like to be so many fishes because then they eat everything from the fins and and uh, uh-huh. the, the sp- the sprouts. Sprouts, right. yeah, yeah, yeah
3: right. So,
1: but actually, they are very nice the fishes here. So, yeah. so we have very good fish.
3: They sound very
1: tough. They yeah, sound they really tough. Yeah, they are very, very tough. Yeah. It's like Chuck Norris fish. Yeah. Chuck Norris <laughs> fish.
3: <laughs> yeah. One question though: How big of an eco footprint, like the eco footprint, do you guys have? Like, it must be really small compared to a lot of other farming. We, uh,
2: we are actually in a because uh, that was one of our objective because we can obviously sit here and talk about how good this type of uh, uh, fish racing is yeah. but then we said we actually have to have some evidence so we went into a project with uh, the Swedish uh, Stockholm Resilience Centre. Okay, that's and <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, Rockström as yeah. well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, just
2: to, just to uh, really know that what we're doing is the the right thing. So we went into that uh, uh, to make an LCA analysis. Yeah. And I, oh, I, know, cycle I just analysis. realized that maybe yep. I shouldn't talk about this. Oh yeah. Uh, because it's it? going to I can't talk about the results. They're not they seem they're seem not the not the results because it's gonna
1: <laughs> release this next year sometime. But, oh, but cool. you know, of course we wanted them to look at what can we do better because sure. they were we're thinking about okay here we have a farmer that wants us to really look at everything. And we said, how should we know how we could be better if Mm. we don't know what we're doing wrong? Mm. So, of course, they were looking into every details of choosing materials that we are having here about the feed, about the fish, about the energy, about water use, land use, everything. And then we're gonna have the like a a faucet (laughs) we have what to do do. how can
2: we be better so uh, yeah but uh, just not to tell it too much but the first results is on the right direction so we are doing it correctly yeah exactly (laughs) but what we should should kind of mention here you guys haven't
0: been so you haven't bragged enough yet in my opinion Um, (laughs) (laughs) the you have been recognized by the WWF for the yeah. Is it the climate friendliness of your fish, or what? What is that recognition? If you want to explain the WWF, They are yeah. here in.
1: I, is it globally or is it just in Sweden? Is it both? Globally? I think
2: it's. A, I think it's both. They have. A, anyways, in Sweden we have a, a fish list. Yeah. Which I don't know if that's. A, it's common for all of the world, but it's a, a We'll a, link, a, link to that in the um, in in the description of this podcast, dear listener. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and in that the fish list, they uh, introduce with. Watch which type of fish uh, the retailers can buy mm. uh, and have uh, the green light. Yeah, uh, and we made a, a, a very big uh, work just uh, last year to really explain how we're doing it and uh, how we're doing it differently. Mm. And we actually got into that fish list as the first company ever to be in the list by name. Yeah, just, I so saw might, that. Uh, I, I yeah, reviewed yeah. it this yeah. morning. Actually, yeah. I was like, yeah, "That's their name, right there." Yeah, yeah, because that that it uh, really shows that um you have to take responsibility from the start to the end and also the rest products mm. to really get uh uh be able to be in, in that type of system
0: mm. Yeah. Exactly. What other What other certifications have you managed to rack up along the way? Like, what other um, environmental? Are, are there many other environmental certifications? Uh, we won
1: uh, probably the, the best prize in England Engla Max pre- preset. It, 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 it's a prize for organic producers, and okay. we're not even organic. <laughs> okay. but we won the competition, so yeah. that was quite quite cool. So okay. Uh, so that was really huge. We uh, we got it at Skansen on
0: stage. Yeah, from, cool. From uh, oh, uh, wow.
1: Swedish Mark Levingood uh, okay. gave us the
0: prize. And um, how did you win
2: an organic prize with that yeah that's a that's a fun fact as well yeah, cool. because uh, please explain it yeah because uh, all of the uh, uh, the third party certification that is uh, for uh, for fish farming can't be applicable to a uh, land based fish farm at okay. the moment uh, because uh, there's a uh, one parameter in the bottom section of the organic uh, uh, the organic legislation that says uh, a recycling aquaculture system cannot be uh, certified as organic if they're not used to produce uh, small fish or smalt for uh, uh, salmon, more or less. Uh, So (laughs) so I guess who has been been, uh, doing that uh, work, that lobby work? Wow. It must
1: be the Norwegians. Yeah, sure, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, So it's very... and then then they have the explanation that it's not the natural environment for the fish to swim in a tank on land, but actually the, the small salmon is swimming a longer time or period on land than our fish because, yeah.
3: Okay. They grow so more slowly. So. Yeah. Okay. So, 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 so it's a very, a very, very strange. So what's the, what's the, um, the period from they come in as a fry to be ready for slaughter? About six to seven months. Six about to seven six months. to seven months. So and yeah. so how much is a salmon? How long does that take?
1: About uh, twenty-four to thirty months.
3: All right. So, mm. so it's a lot more economically growing these kind of fish than others. Yeah. 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 They're, they're sure. growing
2: more rapidly, and that's also. But that's a, the main reason that they grow more rapidly is that you increase the temperature. So ki- fish. Yeah, so it's a tropical fish, and that can seems to be uh, quite idiotic in Sweden to have uh, twenty eight degrees in the tanks. Yeah. I was thinking not idiotic,
0: but I, I was wondering um, how manage. do you manage that? Well, yeah. How do you manage that challenge? Uh,
2: that, that's where our I think education comes in. Yeah, <laughs> because we are working with uh, both. Um, uh, heat exchangers of course yeah. both on the ventilation and the water mm-hmm. just to really take care of all the uh, energy that we put into the system Yeah, uh, and then we uh, of course we have a recirculating aquaculture system mm-hmm. uh, which is based on uh, a couple of elements that uh, clean the water so we always have clean water back to the fish mm. and in that way we can recirculate about 95% of the water each day Okay. Uh, so uh, that's if you compare it to... Uh, to pick up on that, though, you yeah. can recirculate the
0: 95% of the water each yeah. day. Yeah. yeah. So in a if, if this um, farming technique was used in a very water-challenged uh, location, yeah, you're saying it's actually like a really efficient um, oh, water efficient. use. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: And especially that you don't waste the water afterwards. You no. can actually use it for irrigation. Yeah, sure. So if you have an uh, uh, agriculture or uh, i don't know a greenhouse property. or something yeah. Yeah. that you need uh, water to yeah. you can actually put the water up and uh, uh, enrich it with nutrients from the fish farm mm. and then put it back to the greenhouse or to the uh, are you guys fields.
3: Re- you guys are referring to three stage uh, septic system you got outside yeah for example yeah, yeah
2: that's uh, that's just a way to really enhance the value of the, yeah, the, uh, waste, the, product the product. waste product yeah. because yeah. Uh, um, a farmer Really have to have it uh, streamlined to yeah. really could be able to use the sediment from a fish farm because since they are so efficient of uh, um, taking care of the uh, feed to uh, to fish, mm. uh, we don't get so much waste from the fish. Mm. So that waste really needs to be uh, collected and uh, and more. Uh, and danced, mm. or make made more dense, refined. refined, refined, yeah, and so that the uh, agri- uh, the farmer can use it for the yeah. field. But yeah,
3: this doesn't have any impact on the agricultural life around, like the ecosystems or anything like that. No, because we I mean, well know like, like farmers, they do use the grey water as irrigation, but there's a lot of like uh, surface runoff and pesticides that follow with it and everything, um, and, and into don't. the groundwater and into the oceans yeah. as well. Yeah, don't use anything, anything like and that. The, this type of fish is very robust. So. So yeah. don't, we
1: haven't used any medication for five years now. So yeah, well, and and we haven't
2: you know, any medication or antibiotics or vaccines or anything. We nothing. don't use it. It's, it's clean. Yeah. yeah, it's clean. And that's so. and also that's uh, one part is that we have a very robust fish. We have chosen the fish. Uh, uh, this was one of the parameters that the fish should be robust. Hmm. Uh, also, we have a shorter uh, uh, gr- uh, farming growing period. A growing <laughs> period. of so. The risk for infection is less. Yep. Yeah, uh, and then also uh, the system design is uh, designed so we have a, a special uh, size of the system that we can isolate each tank and really get uh, get uh, if we were if we having some disease. Yeah, we can and of, of course isolate
1: it. So we are growing an industry, so about uh, the. Like you're saying about septic tanks, we had to make it it's possible for the farmers to use the the what both the irrigation water and and, and the sludge from the fish farm yeah. mm. in a way that they have the machines and, and everything that is worse. Yeah, yeah the infrastructure and uh, and of course about its living creatures. Of course, we're not so stupid that we think that our fish is not able to be sick. Mm. So we have started a project uh, to with the government, also the veterinarians here in Sweden, the the government veterinarians. To, to build a control program how do we handle an outbreak just, yeah. if they get sick what can, what can it appear? be how do we treat it because mm. we, we need if the fish get sick we need to treat it mm. in a good way because that's up to the legislation we cannot just let the animals die. No. So it, it's like if you build a new industry you have to have all the parameters with us and about like we said not 95% of the water the fish industry or, or the farming industry with fish is working quite we don't actually know why they do it because you have the cage farming or you are making very bad farming in Asia, Africa, South America, and there between, there the the, the scientists is trying to make what they call sewer discharge systems. Okay. So they go from very bad systems to a systems where they want to make the phosphorus just they use polymers, yeah. so but you still have the phosphorus mm-hmm. and you can't use it because you have plastic in it. Uh-huh. And they use energy to make the, the nitrogen go from, from the fish water to the air. Okay. And that's what we say, that's kind of stupid because we pay a lot of energy to get the nitrogen from the air into the pellets. <laughs> uh, sorry? Yeah, to nutrient pellets. <laughs> and, and the same with phosphorus, we don't have so much phosphorus that we got in just just destroy it yeah sure so that's very
2: then we say we're gonna work with the nature, yeah. Because if it's we work with ninety-five percent uh, recirculation, the actual the five percent uh, that we waste is only for backwashing uh, our drum filters. So, okay. So that's just the backwashing and. Ah, oh, okay. So the five percent isn't even just lost. It's actually because you're using that five
0: percent to clean the filtration
2: yeah, system. Yeah, exactly. It's only to okay. so, it's only okay. Okay. so that's why. And then we, uh, of course, it has other benefits because we keep the. Uh, nitrate levels a little bit lower because you can't go how high as possible you have to keep it below certain levels Uh, but uh, with the 5% we can keep those levels and uh, also uh, if we wanted to clean that other Mm. 5% it would be very very expensive Sure. and we want to make a big difference and create a whole new system a whole new industry so we can't really pay that amount just to uh, uh, to not, not use a resource sure sure well, it seems uh, to be we have a the goal to compete around. with uh, with uh, of course the Norwegian
1: salmon industry because mm. then you, we can produce a lot of fish when, if we can sell it mm. and we have good products of course in the future and uh, and
0: the more fish that we sell the less salmon that pollutes the oceans yeah exactly mm. and look and speaking of the product my nostrils have just been flaring um, <laughs> <laughs> during this conversation we did in fact get um, some samples of the yeah. product and I'm gonna like get Tim to be the first one to try right. this because yes. you know you, well you, you mentioned to me and the reason why I invited Tim down was because it's been a long time since you've eaten fish or you you,
3: you you've rarely eaten fish yeah. for so long and maybe explain to the listener um, why that is so growing up my mom is both allergic to fish and shellfish so we haven't been eating that a lot in the household for the first off and uh, and I don't I haven't really had a taste for fish as a grown up but then I developed some of it when just been traveling and uh, spearfishing and stuff like that but then the more reading I did um, All the plastic, all the pollutants, everything that runs out in the ocean, it just stays there. It doesn't go up into the atmosphere or into the air again, it stays down there, and that's like eating something that's been living out of a trash can for the past, since the industrial revolution, pretty much. Mm, And that's all still that's still in there mm, so yeah. when people say oh i caught this fish today it's uh, super fresh it's so healthy nah i don't believe it <laughs> i don't believe it because Sorry. there's so many things in that ocean right there mm. that you don't even know about you know there's probably chemicals that was put in there before world war ii yeah. that are still circulating mm. and having their effects so uh i'm i haven't been too keen on eating it but if
0: well, here's the moment. Yeah, Wait, and what the are moment. We, we've got a meatball here. Like, so, what exactly? What, what, what's this meatball um, made from? This is uh, actually a, a clarias. Clarias, uh, so yeah. or the catfish, African catfish. 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 Clarias. Clarias sounds better to me. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> s- it. Smells
3: like meat. It, it smells, smells like, like meatball. Meat. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm gonna yeah, go yeah we're gonna go for it. <laughs> Wait, cheers! It's cheers the sound on. of our that's our forks clinking. Okay, let's go. All right. The consistency is the same. Hmm. What? So uh, this
1: is quite good because when we realized this one that we're going to treat it like and we can use a lot of uh, traditional Swedish uh, courses with uh, meatballs and uh, you can have the tacos and you can have the meat sauce and everything. So my kids is eating a lot of fish, but they actually think
2: it's meat. And that's also, this is uh, very nice because we made this uh, not by mistake, because we thought, oh, maybe we should try to mince it. And then we tried and we realized the fish... Uh, uh, the the uh, this minced meat actually looked at the exactly the same as uh, uh, as uh, as meat. Mm. Um, I cannot believe that's what I cannot
1: believe it, that's fish. It's, uh, it's probably I don't know if they had a little bit of onion. It's, it's probably no, it tastes like a f- Yeah, it's hundred yeah. percent. Like so we don't.
3: I don't think chicken, it's even chicken. A, like a chicken yeah, chicken yeah. meatball
0: kind of way. But it's also um, it's also. A little, Who's, who's barking? That's my dog. Oh, that's <laughs> another dog. Where did my dog go? Uh, I
2: don't know. Yeah, I think he went out. Oh, they're out
0: playing. Okay, cool. Sorry, the dogs are hanging out while we eat meatballs, fishy meatballs. And, um, uh, and that's the, the thing you said about the, the chemicals. Mm-hmm. When you're on land,
1: we're mm-hmm. taking groundwater. Mm-hmm. So we have uh, checked the water for 93 different substances. Mm-hmm. Because of course... Before are, it comes in. Before yeah. it comes oh. in. So we can actually say it's We don't have anything in the water. So, yeah. so, so that's, you, can,
3: you can guarantee a closed... Secure environment yeah.
1: for the fish to grow. Mm. Yeah, and we have the possibility to check it. Yeah, and we, and, and we, we can do
0: it. Mm. Are these meatballs on the market yet? Not yet. Not yet. Oh. Wish they were. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. so what am I grabbing here now? This is the red stripe. Or,
2: uh, oh, r- red strip. Which one's this? We haven't spoken much about the red stripe. R- r- this r- r- is the common way is so tilapia, I think it's the worldwide name for it. It's a perch yeah. fish. So yeah. Uh, and this is uh, very much grown across all of the world and it has a as a, actually, it has a very bad reputation in Sweden, so that's why we call it Radstream instead of tilapia. Okay. Because, uh, uh, yeah. because, uh, because the the good chefs don't buy tilapia because because yeah, bad it? quality, and bad oh. quality, bad
1: taste. And you know when it's farmed in in Asia, for example, it's it's uh, it could be good and it could be really really bad. Yeah, uh-huh. in Asia they want, of course, we also want a lot of males because they grow faster and mm. you have a better economy. But in Asia they do it by adding hormones. To the feed sure, mm, yeah. and that's very reason we eat the hormones, so everything is, and they use chemicals and antibiotics. Tim, and Tim's
0: up to his third meatball, <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, in the, in the conversation. <laughs> Tim's gone really quiet since we started eating. Um, so, so the red streamer, you're, you're doing the same quantities as the clarias. A little yeah. less, B- a we little
1: can less. produce more clarets. We can have a lot more f- f- fish in the water with clarice, about uh, okay. 250 kilos per cubic meter. Okay. And, w- and with the Rövstrima, it's about 60 to 80 kilos.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah. What am I about to go for here? We've got like a, sm- this is the smoked, this is the J- Jäger. Yeah, this is the Jäger, yeah. Yeah, Jäger, yeah. What do, how so do I say it, it again? Yeah, good. Yeah, good. 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 Okay, so hunter spice. Wow, hunter this, this
3: this is really hunter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So it's actually very good with beer. Mm. Mm. So, uh, a, a beer. So like like mm. Yeah, exactly. It's kind yeah, of yeah. That's mm. how
2: we <laughs> market it. It's like having a beer a Friday night and just slice a couple of these up and just eating like a, a salami. Yeah. This, is,
3: this is like so Nordic, like <laughs> more, like um, North Norway, and you mm. sit eat fish and then you just drink a beer and, just, oh. and it's
1: actually very good to just take on a sandwich uh, and then you can have it just uh, slice it down and have it in a salad so it's, it's very good and of course my kids actually think it's uh, hot sausage or a yeah. smoked uh, sure. yeah, so okay and what's the last one here we got the last sample this is a this not, is not yeah. i think this is the, the the hot smoke natural one natural hot yeah, that's yeah that's the one that, that we have to to christmas
2: right so this is a whole smoked instead of uh, uh, so smoked the, in a fillet. And this is, yeah. Yeah, this is the Clarias again.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's
2: the Clarias again. Yeah. So that's an interesting thing. You can do so much with the fish. It's not. It's a. You always tell us. It's not one product. We have a lot of products. Yeah. We have one fish, but a lot of products. Yeah. Uh, but you really just have to find how to treat the fish the best yeah. way. Mm. Yeah. I mean, when I when I took this back
0: when I when I met you, you on at um, in Krapanstad. I, because I, I tried it at the event and I was like oh my god and then I had that you gave me a, a sample to take home and, and I said how long can I keep this in my backpack until it goes bad and you're like oh you should be right if you eat it tonight so I was carrying this fish around in my backpack for like you know a few hours and I got home and and I, and I just had to share it with people and so I had a, I called a buddy, I was like, Oh, have you got some beer? Come around with some beer, I got this fish you need to try and he came around and, and, and it's right, it's this perfect kind of meal. It's like an Earl Cove, right? Yeah. Like I mean, you, you 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 just crack a beer and have a bit of this and it's bloody delicious. So I've gotta say it's um it's incredible. But what are your what are your thoughts, Tim? What, what, what's your feedback on the on the taste
3: testing now? Wow. Um, I haven't eaten much fish in the past year, so uh, <laughs> I wouldn't have guessed this is fish. Nah. Um, not one bit. If you haven't told me it was fish, I would say chicken. Yeah. And from the consistency I can see now, it clearly looks like fish, but sure. it doesn't taste like it. So nah. it's hard for me to say, but definitely when this comes into the market, um, this is going to be more of a healthier option than what's on the market right now. Mm. And the, the way you've prepared it, done it, it's goes together with a lot of the meals you prepare to yourself every day. Mm. And if it's, as you say, it's clean, it's healthy and sustainable, this is going to be the substitute for a lot of things in the market today mm. mm. i
0: love it i'm still eating my like tim talks yeah. <laughs> so the, and you can buy the red strimmer today yeah yeah, yeah. where can you buy your stuff uh, where are you
1: going because we have that uh, about the, the the fish farm and, and the fish industries it's very few brands because mm. it's you have fishermen they sell the fish to so some uh uh, restaurants, um, yeah, not restaurants, um, they're big, cause, uh, cause like yeah. distributors, or? distributors, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they don't get so much paid. Ah. And it's the same with the farmers, ah. and actually, right now, it's, it's the big industry, the salmon industry. They are mm. buying all of the distributors, mm. and of course, they will never sell our fish in front of a salmon. Mm. They want us to put our brand. aside Aside and okay okay, we need this because there are the 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 ones that want to eat sustainable and healthy fish Mm. so they want to sell it but they still want to sell more salmon and we have another approach yeah we want to sell a lot of fish because we know it's good products Mm. we know it's it's clean like you say and we know it's sustainable and we know that the world needs to produce a lot of fish for the next generation and Mm. and sadly the oceans is not feeling so well right now and no. it's getting better and they say in just 25 years we have probably as much plast- plastic than we have fish in the oceans. So we need to, to brand and, and just spread this one in Sweden of course the, the, the production method mm. and of course in Europe and then globally and there's an interest in yeah here we have had people from Australia, we have mm-hmm. from the US, Mexico, South America, we have uh, Japanese people here, uh, Russians and Chinese, so of course we don't really understand in the beginning what the heck are you doing <laughs> in Kweteljunga? small farming, and how,
2: how the heck could you find us? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But of course it's, it's very funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for us the of course the brand is very important because we want to show this transparency of how this uh, this is actually done, Yeah. what type of uh, requirements we have, when we're producing the fish we don't Mm. want to be an anonymous fish that lies in the fish dish Mm. where you can compete with fish fished in the Barents hove which is an area as wide as europe or something it's uh you really have to find that transparency all through the way so people know that if they buy these type of products it's a good product and we have been taken responsible uh,
3: responsibility all the all the way. Mm. Yeah. So this is pretty much the first product that's on the market right now that you can actually say that is hundred percent clean. Mm. Yeah, hopefully it is
1: like yeah. that. And then of course, like you said, if someone else is gonna do it, they have to do it better because yeah. we're gonna do our best to make the regulations say if you don't do do like godfisk or
0: better. Mm don't start producing fish. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, let's talk about like to wrap it up. Cause I think we've, we've God, we covered everything I think in this conversation, but one of the things that I'm interested to hear about is um, I'm, I'm a bit fascinated with the entrepreneurialism of all this as well as the environmental impact. But um, what's your movements? What, what's your plan going forward? Um, I understand there's an event in November sometime the yeah. information event, but what are you hoping to, um, how do you hope to grow? Yeah, uh, It's about, uh, like we said in the beginning, when
1: we started goldfish, it was like we were activists, but mm. we know that we couldn't chain into a, at three or something like that, because yeah. we need to do something that we can make money money out of yeah. to, to really make an impact. And uh, when we started to produce here, it was just us two that we think this is really funny, and we saw a clap in the market to produce good, healthy fish. But then we saw the interest, and mm. when we had about... 1000 farmers on on visit here, we were thinking, okay, other people is interested in this as well, Mm -hmm. so we need to do something else. Then we were thinking about the other industry, about the chicken industry in Sweden. It may be not the best, but they have a, a good marketing thing. Mm. They are one or two organizations, and mm. then they have a lot of uh, farmers that produce the chickens from them. Sure. But they have one brand, they are strong at the market. Uh-huh. And we, then we were thinking about everything that we have done, building to these systems and, and the knowledge and and all the regulations and how do we handle that every fish is really good. Mm. Then we can set the standard, and and the farmers can actually continue to do what they do, mm. produce good food, mm. but they're selling under the brand Goldfisk and mm. they do
0: it like our way. Yeah. So that's the next step. And okay, so the plan is to to you're you're kind of putting a call out to farmers yeah. in Skåne specifically. Yeah. To begin with, I guess. Yeah. Um, and 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 so is the idea that a farmer that might traditionally grow, uh, what is it called, like. Whatever, like uh, raps or like yeah, canola yeah. Or, yeah. or red beets or yeah, sugar yeah. beets or whatever, yeah. they would just apportion a part of their land that they have yeah. and start growing fish as well. Yeah, yeah. so they are okay.
1: f- they are use- using uh, fertilizers. Yeah, and of course it's better to use fish fertilizers than yeah. to use the one that they have to import from somewhere else in the world. Sure, sure and uh, if you produce about 300 tons of fish then you have the fertilizers for 75 hectares so we can pr- okay. so if you see here in sweden most swedes say oh norwegians they have so much possibilities with their deep fjords and they can just pollute how much they want because sure. they can still continue to produce but they can't mm. and here in sweden actually we don't only have to use 10% of the area that we are using um, for,
2: agriculture.
1: for agriculture, where we use fertilizers that not come from animals. Uh-huh. So only 10%, then we can produce 1.5 million tons in Sweden. Wow. And we actually only eat 400,000 tons. So it's actually four times more than we eat in Sweden we can produce with.
3: So there can be a lot of big export business as well. Of course, yeah. we can
1: produce a lot of fish here. Mm.
3: So I have a question though, yeah. uh, this being such a nice product and everything, what's the market price compared to competitors when it's long fish and stuff like that? You
2: had that? an interest talk with yeah. one of the retailers. <laughs> yeah, actually
1: because it's a new fish and of course it's a, uh, the fish uh, distributors is quite conservative mm. and they're thinking that this is a new product always going to be hard to sell and of course they have been buying the fish very cheap from the fishermen and then sell it quite expensive and making a lot of money, but that doesn't work so anymore. So mm. they need to, to shape up, and they have a discussion yesterday that uh, the, the guy that I talked to wants to sell a lot of our fish, but one of the owners said, oh, we cannot sell it because it's, it's so expensive and it's like that. And he said, okay, we go to the price list and look at the fish. Actually, our fish was one of the cheapest.
3: So that, that's a good thing as well. Because so so because when we
1: went at, at the, the so yeah. one of the competitor fishes is sea bream or sea bass in the, in the fresh. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. So actually our fish is cheaper in the store than the sea bream or sea bass. And that's because we can probably take a higher price. But if we really want to change... The way people are eating, mm-hmm. then we cannot only attract the ten percent of the richest people in the world. Mm. So we need to be. It should be a, maybe today it's still a, a fish that you maybe eat at uh, Saturdays and uh, or Sundays, but yeah. in the future it's gonna be everyday fish.
3: Mm. That's a nice part about it because this is actually a product, original product, how fish should be, and yeah. you're paying a lesser price. Yeah. yeah. And that's probably just gonna be like the only product in the markets today that you're actually gonna get like original clean fish hmm. to a lower price than what other fishes or yeah. other products are. Yeah, and of yeah. course we have
2: uh, we have this uh, lesser time between the when we harvest uh, when we slaughter yeah. the fish yeah. and when we, when they are in the market because. They goes instantaneously from us. We slaughter it in the morning, pack mm-hmm. it, and then distribute it uh, during the afternoon and the morning after. Yeah, so exactly. when when our fish is in the uh, in the stores, it's actually. I don't know, five or six days more fresh than other fish. Yeah, yeah right. And of course, yeah. we know how much fish we have. They can actually put an order, and
1: then we can slaughter the fish mm. instead of you just put your nets out and okay, I got so much fish that
0: it's not and possible to sell everything. Okay. Maybe okay, so you can like you can you can supply based on demand. Yeah, yeah moments like, of demand. Yeah. Like they have been doing here in Sköna
1: with the cattle right now. They don't yeah. slaughter it until the whole animal is sold, which is which is very good because yeah. otherwise. All of the good parts is, is sold, and then they slaughter the the animal, and then you still have half the cow left. Mm. So finally, it's going to be uh,
3: cheap to eat clean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it's usually the other way around,
1: isn't yeah.
3: it?
0: Usually, some of these products cost a bit more. But um, but hey, just to clarify, so in so, uh, where can people find out more about Gordsfisk if um, if their shop isn't supplying it? Where can they go to get more information about Gord's Fisk? So the best place is probably our website or okay. try to, to mail us if they have some specific
1: questions. We okay. have a Facebook site Cool. where we are putting on uh, things that we are thinking of interesting about the world fisheries, about uh, global uh, aquaculture and mm-hmm. issues with that and mm-hmm. how we can do it better and uh, when we have certifications. And of course, uh, okay. different types of recipes or something like that. So.
3: Okay, great. W- were you guys at this... Um they have this thing I was there with Rescue Agnes they have this technology food uh, festival in Stockholm okay where they have different kinds of farming growing food sustainability like it's it's just like a festival in Stockholm about with food and I've seen a lot of Different ways of people changing uh, insects into like hard bread, and oh, yeah, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Have you guys been to that festival and then showcased your product? Uh, not yet. Okay.
1: We work too much. They're too yeah. busy
0: farming. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, but it's coming. Yeah. So and okay. uh, uh, now we have, uh, if we're looking forward, we, because we have now we have invested in uh, this uh, skin pack solution because yeah. this is what uh, what what the market wants or yeah. the consumers they want mm-hmm. a, a fish that is easy that you can attract the, the the families with kids of course. Sure. And, uh, so you. Don't have to uh, uh, be there with the knife that Friday evening and exactly. uh, try to making your own fillets and get angry over they <laughs> not look like they do in the shops. So, yeah, so, exactly, exactly. So, um, so it's a lot of marketing and um, these products uh, next year probably you can
0: find it in very many stores in Sweden. So fantastic, fantastic. Well. let's wrap it up there thank you all so much for sitting down to have this conversation um this was the nordic surfers magazine conversations podcast um we have gone on a little journey into scorner to learn about farming fish on land which is kind of wacky but trust us trust tim and i it's delicious so thank you for tuning in and thank you all for for joining me today on this um, special episode thank Thank you. you So that was it, a very special episode of the podcast featuring the team at Gord's Fisk. After listening to all that, the, the only question really you really have to ask yourself is when you're going to go and buy some and test it out for yourself. Uh, Tim and I can definitely vouch for the quality of the product. It was it was absolutely delicious. So check them out. We've got, um, we got some links in the description of the podcast for you to follow if you want to find out how you can... Uh, buy the product and also just learn a bit more about what they're doing and why it's such an important, uh, innovation in the way that, uh, fish is raised and, and the type of fish that's raised, um, on this planet. Um, bit of housekeeping. We have a new online shop, which we should let you know about because some of you out there haven't got all of the magazines yet in your collection. And we highly recommend that you purchase all of them and have them looking nice on your bookshelf. So the new, uh, Address for the web shop is shop.nordicsurfersmag.se shop.nordicsurfersmag.se Check it out. Collect the whole set. Thanks again and uh,
2: we look forward to bringing you more podcast episodes soon. Bye.